0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to be talking about your money mindset and three money mindset shifts that might make you millions. We're going to dig into your relationship with money and how that can dictate a lot of your issues uh, with success. We're going to talk about the actual definition of money and what it actually is compared to what we all think it is. And we're going to dig into the three money mindset shifts that might help you make millions in the future. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from these podcasts, don't forget to go to sidlicbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com. Sidlic being shit you don't learn in college. To grab your pre-sale copy of shit you don't learn in college, the book open now going to be an absolute game changer. And we talk a lot more about money mindset, uh, in the book as well. Uh, but for everybody who buys the book during the pre-sale launch, you will get over $3,000 in bonus trainings and programs. You're not going to want to miss that. So head over to book, com to check it out now. Now let's get on with the show. All right. So let's get a little bit of context here. We all, we all know that our, our money beliefs, uh, when it comes to success, we all know that our money beliefs are an issue. Now, we've created a lot of, of money beliefs from a young age, maybe from your parents or from religion or from media, TV, Right, we've created all of these money beliefs, and frankly, most of them are not true. Um, but it's these money beliefs that that this relationship with money that dictates uh, a lot of our success and what we're able to do, and the income that we're actually able to produce, and the happiness that we're uh, we're able to get as well. So, uh, you know, we've we've heard things like money doesn't grow on trees, uh, money got us everything, money took my parents away from me, uh, so I was lonely. Think about that, right? Like if your parents ever told you when you were growing up that money doesn't grow on trees you 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 start to think that there's a limited supply of money right um and then you have uh you have family or or you see people where like money you you see people on social media and on on t v where like you know it looks like money makes people happy, right so they think that money is God, so you go from thinking money is scarcity to money thinking money is god um and then you have you know maybe you had really hardworking parents that made great money, but they were never there for you, right, and that can lead you to believe. That you know, money keeps you away from the people you loved, and it can start you down the path of thinking that money is, you know, the source of all evil. Right now, money is none of these things. Um, but these are some of the beliefs that we can create from our parents, from religion, from our upbringing, from media, whatever it might be. Um, but the truth is, money is whether whether we like it or not, money is closely tied to everything that we want in life, and it because of that, it actually is one of the biggest influencers in our world, whether or not we want to admit it. Right? So think about it. money, when you think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? If you start at the bottom, well, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, money helps keep you physiologically safe by keeping food on the table, by putting a roof over your head. So money is closely tied to physiological and physical safety. It also helps you find community and love and belonging. you know finding love and belonging and how they have, you know finding a mate uh, feels easier when you have money or when you make money. you can focus on those things better right? Um, and then as you start to get to the higher levels, uh, it's just to add to your self-esteem. When you, when you make good money, it adds to your confidence. It adds to your self-esteem. Um, and eventually, when you reach the point of self-actualization, you realize that money uh, is an important tool to help you self-actualize, to reach the people that you need to, to, to have the impact that you want to have. Money is an important tool there, right? So money is closely tied to literally every step in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So whether we not to admit want to admit it, it is a crucial part of life. Now, some false beliefs that I think, you know, everybody at some point has probably heard or maybe maybe thought yourself, but you know, number one, let's be very clear about this. Money will not make you happy, right? Money will not make you happy, but it will prevent a lot of stress and anxiety. You know, when you're broke, it's very difficult to be completely out of stress and anxiety. You have to do a lot of meditation to make sure that you get there, but money can alleviate stress and anxiety. It absolutely can. Um, Another one, if you work hard, you will make more money. Also not true. Just working hard, simply working hard, does not necessarily make you more money. Now, is working hard necessary to make more money? Um, It can be, right? But also working smarter, not harder, and working harder will help you get more as well, right? And then also, money is the root of all evil. That is absolutely not true. Um, You know, we'll dig into this in a little bit, but money really does make you just more of who you really are, right so if you are a shitty person and you make more money you're tend to gonna you're you're going to tend to be more of a shitty person right it's just going to amplify who you are this is why we see so many people that make a lot of money and they just you know they're very self-centered and very self-focused cuz they haven't done the self-work to really uh, you know really come from a better place and and be more self-actualized right so money is not the root of all evil but money can amplify the evil within us for sure right so I want to dig into the three major money mindset shifts. Uh, you know, these are part of what we talk about in the shit you don't learn in college book, but these are really important mindset shifts for everybody to understand if they want to be making more money, if they want to have a bigger impact. Um, and if they want to have a life with less stress and a little bit more joy and fulfillment as well. So the first thing that I want you to understand, number one is money defined, right? What money actually is money is not evil. Money is not God. Money is not any of these things. Very simply. Money is just a physical or digital placeholder for social value. That's all it is, right? So I want you to think about this. Money is a physical or, or digital placeholder for social value. So when I, uh, you know, back in the day when, you know, when, uh, you know, people traded goats and things like that, you know, it was like, well, I want, I want this loaf of bread and for this loaf of bread, I will trade you a surface or, you know, I'll trade you a goat for 10 loaves of bread or something. That's how we traded. We traded uh value, you know, one goat was worth 10 loaves of bread. Well, it got to the point when that just got unruly and it was very hard to carry 10 loaves of bread around all the time, but you could carry around money. You could carry around coin, gold coin, silver coin, right? And that became monetary value to hold the place of several goats or a camel or some bread or something like that. So all that money was, was a placeholder for the value that something else is. Now think of this, you know, I think of this with, uh, with, in terms of today's society, right? So obviously at high impact coaching, I teach coaches how to build businesses. Um, you know, so when I, the other, uh, the other month when Maddie and I flow down to Costa Rica, uh, we needed to catch a flight down to Costa Rica. Now, American Airlines right flies to Costa Rica, so we need to buy a flight from Coast, uh, from American Airlines to get down to Costa Rica. Now, I do not have a service that American Airlines wants to buy from me. They do not want my coaching services, right? But they do want to sell me those tickets to Costa Rica. So rather than giving them some coaching services for my flights down to Costa Rica, I pay them with money. Right? This is literally just that physical or digital placeholder to social value. So when somebody gives you something, a trade or a good or a service, and you do not have a trade or a good or a service to give them in return, you give them money. Right? So this is a really important concept because all money is, is this physical or digital placeholder for social value. So let's translate that to what it means when you make more money. Right? If you're bringing more value to this world, giving value, then in turn, you should be getting in return more money, right? You give value, you get more money. You give more value to people, they give you more money. You give more value to more people, more people give you more money, and you make more money, right? Pretty simple here, right? The the, the equation, it's a math equation. Give more value to the world, make more money. As soon as you start to realize that that's all that money is, then you start to realize that, that money, you're not, you're not cheating people out of money. You're not doing anything, right? Like when I went to, uh, you know, when I bought my iPhone, right? When I bought my iPhone, when it first came out, I didn't buy the iPhone and then go, damn you, Apple, you stole my $800, right? Like, no, I, I was excited with my new phone because I got value. I got value from this phone and the 800 bucks that I paid Apple was that physical or digital placeholder for the value that they just gave me, right? So I want everybody to understand this. In your life, when you go when you go make more money, whether it's from a nine to five or whether it's in your business, it's simply because you're bringing more value to more people, right? So this is the first shift. And when you realize this, you can use money as an identification marker for how much value you're bringing to the world. The other thing that I want you to understand around this is, like I just mentioned, money does not does not cause you to be a good person or a bad person. Money just amplifies who you already are. So if you already are a good person and you're setting out to do something good in the world and you're setting out to make a difference and help people, right? It is your job to go sell it to more people and make more money because that means you're bringing more value to this world, right? And it becomes an amplification tool for you to grow the business and grow the marketing and grow the sales so that you can bring more of it to more people, right? Uh, Money really is just an amplifier of who you really are. And that's what money defined uh, is is really going to bring you. So I want you to understand what money really is. And that brings us to the second point, which is the money pipeline. All right. Now, every single person that I've ever talked to wants more money, right? We all want more money. But then we want to stockpile it, right? We want more money coming in. We want more money flowing into our world, but then we have this fear of losing money, so we try and stockpile it. we try and save it all. we try and try and uh, try and you know put it on our savings account or put it somewhere uh, to to you know forever be there. But the reality is, um, I want you to think of your money flow like a pipeline or a hose. right Now what happens? What happens when you clog one end of a hose like if you if you put your hand over one end of a hose? does it keep flowing? No. It becomes very difficult for you to bring money in when you clog one end of the hose, right? And most of us believe that we have to, you know, we have to stop money from flowing out, right? So that we can we can stockpile it so that we're safe. But really, that stockpiling is it's just out of fear, right? It's out of fear of not being able to make more money in the future, right? Or or being a lim- there being a limited amount of money, and we're going to run out of it, right? It's not going to work. Well, let's be honest, the US government has proven that they can make money whenever the hell they want, right? So, so not very good, but it proves a point right? The US government has printed, you know, right now in in exchange, there's, you know, whatever it is, like 40% of all the money in uh, being, uh, you know, in the world right now, the US dollars in the world right now, were just printed in the last like 18 months. Crazy, right? But the truth is, when you think of money like a pipeline, for more money to flow in, you have to let money flow out as well. You have to be investing, you have to let money flow out so that you can bring more money in. Now, the reality is you always want to make sure, um, you always want to make sure that uh, long-term, you're making sure to divert some of that money into long-term savings and investment. And we dig a lot more into that into uh, in the book. But you, know, at the very least, uh, if you've ever read Richest Man in Babylon, um, you know they talk about diverting 10% of your income to long-term savings and investment. So every time you get paid, taking one-tenth of that and putting it towards uh, a long-term savings or investment so that it can start to work for you and make more money. Um, but you still want to allow the money to flow out so that you can keep bringing more money back in. So the money pipeline is a really important idea that a lot of people don't get because they think, you know, if I don't spend on anything right? Then I'll be good. Then I'll be safe. But the reality is you have to spend, you have to invest to, to be able to grow, uh, which brings us to number three, which is investments versus expenses. Now, this is a really important understanding when it comes to spending money, because frankly, we all love to be, we all love to spend money, right? Nobody likes to be sold, but everybody likes to buy. Everybody loves buying. Everybody likes spending money, right? Now, we do always need to spend money. Like we were talking about, we need to let money flow out in order to bring more money back in, but you need to understand the difference between investments and expenses, right? So when you're spending money, there's a difference between spending money on frivolous shit that's unnecessary and spending spending money on something that is going to cause more money to flow in, right? Now, I spent over the last five years, I've spent over a half of a million dollars investing in myself. Right, I've spent over a half of a million dollars investing in myself, uh, in mentorship and coaching programs, and masterminds, and learning new skills, and investing in things in the business to test things out, and bringing on new employees, and you know all these different things. Right, when we're getting into the employee side of thing. You know, the five hundred thousand is just my own personal investment. When we get into the employees and testing new projects, I've spent millions. Right. But it's also made me over eight million dollars because I've been willing to test and invest on my in myself and in my team and in the business. Right now, right after I I quit my job, I didn't want to invest in myself. Right, I didn't want to invest in myself because I was terrified. You know, I went to school. I went to UCLA and I spent one hundred twenty thousand dollars to get my college degree and and pay rent in Westwood, which is very expensive in Los Angeles. Right. And I didn't get a return on that investment. I went to a job I didn't like. I I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy, right? So that really turned me off from investing in myself. But when I quit my job, I realized that I needed to invest in myself to continue that growth and to get where I am. So now I've spent over a half million dollars on myself since then. And that half million dollars of investing has made me over 8 million, eight million over the last several years. Now, it's really important here because I want everybody to understand the difference between um investments and expenses because we once we start to make more money sometimes that money can flow out just as quickly as it can flow in so i always ask myself what i'm spending money on is this an expense or is this an investment right because you want to be spending your money more on investments and less on expenses now i'm not saying you don't you don't ever spend money on expenses yeah sometimes you got to live a little you got to have a little fun right But I always think about, is there a return on my happiness, on my growth, on my relationships, on my business when I buy this thing, right? So to give you some examples, mentorship, coaching, masterminds, investment or expense? Investment, very obvious, right? You invest in those things, you learn from them, you grow, you become a bigger, better person, and you make more money, right? How about, you know, I'm super big on health and wellness, so I spend a lot of money on uh, health and wellness stuff, like my cold plunge costs me several thousand dollars. My infrared sauna costs me several thousand dollars. I go to a nice gym that I pay, you know, a hundred bucks a month to go to that gym. So is that an investment or is that an expense? Right. Some people might think it's a toy and it might be, uh, might be an expense. But the reality is, I think every single one of those things is an investment. They're an investment in my health, the only body that I have. And, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, taking care of your health is really important for you to show up, have the energy you need to, not get sick, you know, kick ass with all your clients. So I think those things are investments to me, right? How about an expensive dinner out with Maddie, right? Is that an expense or is that an investment? An expensive dinner out with my wife, right? Well, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be an expensive dinner all the time, but you know, to be honest, going out to a nice dinner with my wife, is that an investment in my relationship, in my in my marriage? Absolutely, right? These are things that you need to do in your relationship to to really build that relationship. So I wouldn't call that an, I wouldn't call that an expense either, right? Now, if I spend an ungodly amount on dinner, if I go out somewhere and I spend a thousand bucks on a dinner, like that's probably not necessary, right? But you know, I I like good food, and Maddie likes good food. So going out and doing that, you know, a, a decently expensive, maybe a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, you know, every uh, every couple of weeks or a month, like that's totally fine. That's an investment in our relationship. What about ten pairs of shoes? Do I need ten pairs of the same shoes that are all different colors? Probably not. That's probably an expense. What about a what about a new leather belt? Even though you never wear the old one, probably not. Right now, I go back because every single one of these questions, you're gonna have to ask yourself whether it's an investment or expense. Uh, one of my one of my friends and mentors, Jan, Dan Fleischman, uh, he's one of the um uh, one of the top social media uh, marketers in the world. Um, now he one of his his major brands is that he loves shoes. He has all these you know, $300 and $500 and $1,000 shoes, right? And that's part of his brand as a social media expert. So I could actually argue that if he had 10 shoes that were all pretty much the same, but slightly different colors, that might actually be an investment for him because it's part of his brand and his business, right? Now, in the end, our relationship with money will heavily dictate a lot of our success and our impact in this world. So this is something that you need to take control over and you need to understand Uh, you know, how you're defining money. You need to understand whether or not you're clogging your money pipeline. And lastly, you need to make sure that you're focusing on investments over expenses. And the sooner that you can do this, the sooner you can take control, the sooner you're really going to be set up for success long-term, all right? Now, that's all we have for today. So don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to sidlicbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your pre-sale copy of shit you don't learn in college. Open now. Everyone who buys the book during this pre-sale launch will get over $3,000 in bonus trainings and programs. So you'll want to head over to sidlicbook.com to check it out now. And I'll see you on the other side.